never heard this before. Are you liking it? Yeah. Little Dragon is the artist and Ritual Union is the song, if you're wondering. You know what we got to do one of these days is uh, create a playlist with all the songs that we use for our, our podcast. Yeah. Because it would be a pretty good playlist most of the time. Every now and then we'll play something just because it's like topical. Mm-hmm. Maybe we don't include those ones. What's the deal with Little Dragon? Oh man, I remember falling in love with this band probably before this album. They're Swedish. A Swedish electronic music band from Gothenburg, Sweden, formed in 1996. So this isn't even new. What year is this? I like this part. What is that, Bundes? Just keyboard? Uh, It's a keyboard. It's like a synthesizer. And there's a lot of reverb on it. I love that. uh, Maybe a chorus or a flanger as well. A little flange? A little flanger, (laughs) yeah. Love it. So she had this song a while ago that I fell in love with, and I'm like, I want to be able to make music like this. Yeah. Uh, it's called After the Rain. And it was a little more like, um, it's hard to describe, a little more jazzy. After the Rain is the name of a song from this a, artist? Yes, I think there's a tuba in it. And it kind of like... Somebody got me onto them because they knew I sang a bit of jazz, and they're like, oh, maybe this would be like something that could inspire you to cross over. Okay, let's listen to After the Rain. This is what Mora could have been. See what I'm saying? The jazz. It's like a tuba. Is that a tuba? <laughs> Some sort of brass. That's, that's a Oh, is it? That's just the bass. That's like a yeah. string bass, an upright bass. Boom, 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 boom. Tuba. Sounds like, listen to it. That's oh, maybe a, it's a bass. A bass. <laughs> 100% a bass. <laughs> Anyways, I just really like this vibe. So I was drawn back to Little Dragon because it came up in an algorithm on a playlist, and I'm like, oh my God. Have you, like, in terms of this kind of vibe, have you ever heard the song Turn, um, Turn the Light by Danger Mouse? It's it's kind of like this, beautiful female vocalist, uh, slight kind of sultry, jazzy tone in the voice. Turn the Light? Uh, yeah, Ka- uh, Karen O and Danger Mouse. Danger okay. Mouse. All right, let's see what you're pulling up here. Oh, yeah, very similar. Yeah. I got so much more to give. Yeah, I like this too. Never heard of Karen O. Turdio. Karen? I don't know much about Karen O. Danger Mouse, you know, is quite popular. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, this song came out a year or two maybe ago, and I just always thought it was such a beautiful, like, nighttime kind of like, oh, I'm feeling sexy, about to go out. Yeah. It kind of reminds me of Reservoir Lounge, right? Yeah. Do you have, like, I know I do it. I don't know if guys do it, but when you're getting ready, do you have, like, a getting ready playlist? Yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah? Do you want to hear my number one song when I'm getting ready? <laughs> sure. Okay. Any, anytime I'm getting ready. Well, you're this, getting dressed, you're getting yeah, all done This up. is what I'm listening to. 
<laughs> what am I going to wear? Oh, I think, uh, this shirt has got a lot of buttons on it. How many do I undo? Do I do two? Do I do three? Do I wear the cargo pants? Oh, I don't know. I think this belt needs another hole in it. <laughs> <laughs> See, it's a soundtrack you, in my head. No, but do you have getting ready music? You know, I you mean, got... God, yeah. I just put whatever I'm in the mood for. I don't have like a set playlist or a set band. You, no, know, you have I, a drink. My musical taste is so diversified. I definitely have a drink. If I'm going out, I like to prime with one or two freebies before I leave the door. So while you're, yeah, but you're upstairs right now picking out your clothes. You might even be in the shower. Do you ever have a beer shower? Uh, no, but uh, yeah, a shower beer. That. I think it's a shower I, beer. But yeah. I, I'll have like a tequila. Sometimes I'll leave on the um, like the vanity, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then oh, I take yeah, a shower, yeah. and then I come out, and it's still there. But I don't bring it in with me. Take a little sip. You just reach out. Let me tell you, the only time I've seen that is on episodes of Intervention, <laughs> where, where people are crushing beers in the shower. Oh my god, it's so it's so good because the shower is hot, but the beer is cold. cold. Yeah, I mean it does sound appealing when you when you lay it up like that but yeah. I, most if I'm priming I'm usually uh, doing like a couple of straight drinks like on either neat or on ice so. fuck that's what I miss about like now that I have a kid it's not the same like if I'm going out I'm lucky if I have like 30 minutes to kind of throw something together yeah. I miss like oh, having an event uh, well, even if it's just meeting friends at a bar mm-hmm. and spending like two and a half hours it's the best <laughs> Two and a half hours getting yes, ready? Yes, because yes, you just prolong everything, right? Like yes. you're dancing, you're listening to music. What? Yeah. Are you you're doing your for cl- two hours, Bundes? <laughs> I'm standing naked in front of the mirror looking at my schlong, and then I decide to brush my teeth, and then I stare at it again. Yeah. You got hang on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Okay, so now you're staring at your schlong okay, again. Okay, okay. This is changing the vibe completely. <laughs> and, then I, and then I kind of peer close to the mirror, and I go like, oh, I should probably clean this beard up a little bit, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But before yeah. I decide to do that, I'll pour another drink, you know, and then maybe I'll have a cigarette naked on the balcony, you know, and show <laughs> off my schlong, you know, yes. but you just make it this whole ritual. A ritual. Yeah. You have a couple of drinks, and then by the time you go out, Yeah, you're you tired s- and drunk, and <laughs> yeah. you don't feel like being out no, anymore. No, you're perfect. You're perfect. <laughs> you know, you take your time, and there's so many things that women can kill the time with, like, you gotta shave your legs, you know? You know what happens to me, though, is I, I think I have enough time, I'm kind of keeping track of uh, what's going on and then before I know it I'm rushing and I hate rushing to yeah. go out because usually by the time you're changed you're sweating you know you're too hot because you've done, you've just come out of the now shower now you're ruining your outfit and then you're just not feeling good at all totally that's the worst that's but that's usually what happens when you have kids or something because you know maybe Deb's getting ready first I'm watching the girls we're waiting for the babysitter to come last thing I want to do is like not be ready for when the babysitter shows up this yes. is like my kids are now finally at an age where we can leave them alone which is the best but when you're waiting for the babysitter there's nothing worse than not being ready and you're paying them and yeah and for nothing for nothing because you're still <laughs> messing around you got to get in the shower oh. next thing you know half an hour goes by you still haven't left yet that, that's that's something like uh, we can miss because of COVID too, because we don't get to do those things anymore. Yeah. You know, I do miss like uh, yeah, fall. Um, you know, once my sailing season's over, the boat's put away, and then I'm reconnecting with all my buddies on weekends. And you're going out to the bar, and you're and going stuff. out, and you're just going to meet a bunch of people at some bar, and you you know you got nothing going on other than to go meet friends and drink, and so you can take your time having a couple of primers, yeah. And then, 
head out. The perfect outfit. Well, Bundes is probably still single in that, you know, pre-pandemic. He's so getting good. ready. He's not sure if he's going to get lucky or not. No, that's why you got to take two and a half hours. You got to shave every little hair. <laughs> yeah, make yeah, sure everything's yeah. trimmed up. No stragglers, you know. That's why you got to check the schlong so out in the mirror. Check the schlong out, yeah. <laughs> if I'm going out, out I'm, I'm sure like Laidlaw and Donnie and Rob don't care about my schlong. <laughs> How's your schlong? <laughs> yeah, how it's hanging. What's well kept? What isn't? Do you uh, <laughs> prime your place, Bundus, in case you bring somebody back? Like, oh, do yeah. you leave oh, it in? Oh, good question. Oh, yeah. You do, eh? Bed's got to be made. Everything's got to be put away because you never know. The, that, that would be the worst. Single Bundus. You know, could you imagine, like, you pick up this 10 at the bar and you wants, she wants to come back to your place. And, like, what are you going to do when you open up the door and, and the room is a pigsty, right? You got your oh, schlong oh, clippers yeah. out. Schlong clippers oh, out. Oh, <laughs> give me a second, dog. I'm just going to move this over here. <laughs> Way to kill the vibe. Yeah, yeah. Instantly. Yeah, yeah. That is so true. So what do you do things like, do you have... Um, you know, a couple wine glasses uh, freshly washed and a bottle in the fridge in case they want white or you got the champagne ready to like pop dump. open in case you're going to dump it all over their body. Uh, yeah, I have like, I, I my table is kind of like a bar stool type thing and it has um, like an alcohol rack on one end of it. So you're I, have, I have like martini glasses and the the martini shakers i have you know decanter full of scotch wine bottles it's all kind of laid out it's there. ready it's ready so yeah, you yeah, just yeah, walk yeah. into the door and it's right there to go do you press there, there's something to be said about being like too ready like i don't want to go into a guy's place and he like presses a button and the playlist starts oh. and <laughs> <laughs> lights go dim. the lights dim they just in, clap their hands yeah. and it's like yeah, and then the, the blinds <laughs> close. Music comes on. Like, what the fuck is this? Fridge door opens on its own with a bottle there, ready to go. And the door locks yeah. automatically. <laughs> yeah, that's like Matt Lauer at the Today Show he used right. to have like a button on his desk to lock the door. There's a scene he in. Did the, not. There's a scene in the morning show. Um, if you've seen that, have you watched that no, yet? No, I haven't seen oh, it. What's yet. wrong with you? Don't you have Apple TV? I don't have Apple okay, TV. Okay, if you have Apple TV Plus, there's a show that's been on there for over a year. Jennifer, Jennifer Aniston. Aniston, Steve Carell, Morning Show. And part of it is loosely based on Matt Lauer because the host of the Morning Show turns out has been like having sex with all kinds of people mm-hmm. and having inappropriate workplace affairs. And he had that button that locked the door to his office that allegedly <laughs> Matt Lauer had for real, where it was a button like, you know, something's going down. He just pushes the button, the door locks, no one can come in, you know, and interrupt. Yeah, and just then you get creepy. one more button and it like reveals a mirror on the ceiling of the bedroom, right? <laughs> I mean, in some cases, it'd be cool to have some of those features, like from a just, uh, you know, like if I was in bed with my wife, it'd be cool if we had a button we could push to lock the door so one of us doesn't have to get up after the fooling around has started. Right. That's always awkward to be like, oh, did you lock the door? No, hang on, let me get up. Right. You got a boner. <laughs> Men walking with a boner is funny. <laughs> Check out my slug. <laughs> it flaps, you know. There's no way to do that. Cool. This, like, there's a way of undressing with a with a bone where you could be like, oh yeah, where it kind of comes out, for? yeah. But cool. yeah, getting up <laughs> full <laughs> erection, yeah. there's no way to do cool. I, luckily, my wife is closer to the bedroom door than I am, so she's like, I would say, ninety nine percent of the time, the one she who gets, gets up. up and locks the door, right? Which is 
a way better scenario. Because yeah. Deb probably gets up and it's like, uh, oh, yeah. baby. I'm happy to look at that. Yeah. yeah. Every day. Speaking of like awkward boners after sex. <laughs> <laughs> after sex? Oh. Uh, or mid sex? Or like mid, no, like kind of like after sex. It still kind of like lingers for, for sure a Sure it does, yes. Tucker, do you notice that it's almost impossible to take a piss after? Is it? Is it difficult? Yeah, like it's just possible. Are we in grade eight right now? That's <laughs> <laughs> gonna. I mean, that could happen anytime. Like just going to the bathroom when you're still have an erection is always a challenge. Oh, yeah. it's like it's like yeah. You uh, gotta blocked. you gotta bend your whole body down. Yeah. Do you? you yeah. Got, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, just because of the angle. It's like a Cirque du Soleil performance. <laughs> is what it is. You're you're in like full yeah. fetal position, sitting on the toilet, like kind of like oh, hunched down. So it's not yeah. because like if I turn the water on, that's not going to necessarily help you. It's the angle that's the issue. It's the angles. It's like, yeah, you want to get you... And sometimes you can't do anything about it until you go to the bathroom because the pressure of the, on, in the bladder is what's probably half the problem there. So Yeah, yeah, no, every guy in the world goes through that, Bundes, yeah. in case you were wondering. <laughs> I, I just, you know, like this weekend, I, I sat on the toilet for a good, like, I don't know, six minutes after... I waiting? Had, had sex, <laughs> waiting for it to, like, you know, just happen. I was just, like, twiddling my thumbs and... Six minutes. <laughs> yeah, it just wouldn't. It wouldn't happen, man. Wow. Yeah, I don't oh, get up that man. quick. I don't get up that quick. Just like I, I lie in bed until everything's ready to, uh, <laughs> you know, back in its normal place. I get up right away. I'm like, like oh, done. Peace. Going to the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. I'm out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That whole thing's awkward. That whole process is awkward. Yeah. Right after. Even when you've, uh, Bundes, even when you've been with the same person your whole life, like I have, it's still, there's a part of it that's like, you never feel like you're at your best in that moment mm-hmm. after. I no. haven't figured out how to make that part sexy, you know? Like, you never see that in the movies to get an idea of like, oh, that's how that's supposed to like go, you know? Yeah. yeah. It's just, it's always awkward no matter Is what. Is there a robe yeah. that you slip on, you know? Should you be slipping on a robe? I uh, I mean, not. that would be a cool, that would be like the easiest way to get out of that situation is to have a robe at the side of your bed that you just kind of turn away, slide it on, and then mm-hmm. walk away. But I think the that's issue like with a, ladies always is take the, the sheets, right? The ladies always take the sheets off the bed in the movies and they wrap yes. themselves in, in the, the movies. Yeah, 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 if that was real life, I'd be like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> what are you <laughs> I, you know, what's to make my bed? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you'd never do that because the sheets would be covered in sex too. Know. Yeah. You know, it's like these sheets yeah. are dirty now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and what the fuck are you doing? That is so true. But they make it look like a gown. I know. Yeah, that I, I've never seen that happen ever in my life where somebody just walked away with the bed <laughs> then what am I left with on the yeah. bed just I'm fucking just gonna lie there naked up. <laughs> I, I mean Bundes you certainly had a lot more experience with different people has anyone ever pulled that move at no, your place where you they've what? walked away with the duvet Jeez. or something <laughs> it's never happened and if it did happen I, I, I don't even think I would be mad at this point like because I've gone so long without ever seeing it yeah, like, you'd be I'd be like, impressed I'd be like oh shit it does happen, it does happen. it's yeah. like they put on 
on your old dress shirt that yes. you know fits like someone who's ten feet tall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those old fashioned dress shirts that come down to your knees when they're tucked <laughs> in. I don't know. Yeah, that nobody buys anymore. Nobody buys those shirts. Those stupid shirts. Oh, baby blue. It's like all <laughs> yeah. gross. Yeah, yeah, those look beautiful on women. Though. No, they don't. Yes, they do. Yeah, I they do. I don't think so. I wish Matt wore a dress shirt and left it out. He never wears a dress shirt, but I wish. You I've, know? Had, I've had a couple women take my shirts. I wasn't always necessarily wearing a dress shirt, just like a regular shirt. Like they would grab my shirt because it's bigger. Yeah, yeah, but that's fine because it's probably cut much shorter than those old fashioned dress shirts that come down to a woman's knees. Yeah, but I think there's something hot about that. Like, you know, if you're, you go out to a wedding, you know, and you meet a lovely bridesmaid that oh, you go home with after. Yes. And she happens to get, <clears throat> excuse me, get up and go to the washroom and she grabs your shirt. Like it's a well cut shirt. I'm not wearing an old dad shirt. Yeah. And it looks great on her, you know, it just kind yeah, of covers of her bum a little That's bit. That's right, because yeah. it's cut just by her butt. Totally. Yeah. It's cut different. But yeah, they used to make dress shirts so long. How did you guys deal with all that fabric in your pants? I don't know. I never wore those shirts. Remember those shirts? Yeah. yeah. I mean, in some cases, it's really handy because you don't have to worry about like part of it coming untucked. Yeah. Like, but having it's a, ridiculous, a, yeah. though. Like, uh, There's no chance in well, hell it's coming untucked. Either. I mean, <laughs> Bunnis, have you ever had those sock um, <sighs> straps there? I've, I've never owned a pair. I've never seen anyone. But it's like in older movies, you see guys, they take off their dress pants. And they got their black socks and there's like almost like a garter belt for their calf holding up the holding sock. the sock up so it yeah. doesn't come down I, i've never worn them but it makes sense because it is really annoying when your socks fall down when you're wearing like a suit and dress shoes like the whole like you're supposed to be wearing fancy socks yeah. i guess back in the day they didn't have the same fabrics we have now for elasticity and Maybe. Uh, they just they, they would slump down a lot more mm-hmm. or the no sock is super trendy i wonder if that'll be on trend again this summer Oh, I love no socks. You love no socks? But you got to wear like a sock sock head. head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The first time you do the no sock and you didn't realize that there was a sock head. (laughs) But it's also really awkward if you take your shoes off and there's a sock head. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So it's it's not good. Like, ooh, yeah. (laughs) Almost as bad as if you saw someone take off their shoes and they have those socks that have individual pockets for each toe. (laughs) You'd just be like, what are you doing? (laughs) The problem I have with sock heads is they're either, you see them, or they're so low that they constantly come off, off and end up like halfway down your foot. What's the answer, please? The answer is wearing socks, p- proper socks, or none or at all. Or is there a socket we should all be buying? Yeah, the one with the little balls that uh, <laughs> that stay up on the uh, heel of your shoe. Yeah. Yeah, I got these ones with like a sticky adhesive on the back. Mm, of right on the oh, heel. Oh, that's the secret then. I've, I've never owned those. They need a better adhesive. Yeah. Like, it, just, it doesn't stick It doesn't well. do enough. I have a yeah. pair of those too. Don't they have bras that also stick on with adhesives? Yeah. Yeah. You can get little, like, uh, we call them chicken cutlets. You put them right on your breasts. I I just would go braless, but mm. I know some women need that support, so. Wow. How did we get talking about this? <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh, getting ready for the bar yeah. and getting stuff. Getting ready for the bar. Damn. You were going to get into the ritual union being a big disappointment, too. Yeah, you wanted to talk about Little Dragon, but we didn't even... So, it wasn't Ritual Union that was disappointing. Oh, what was the one? Uh, Little Dragon. Yeah, but the song was Ritual Union Union was the song we played. So, I got into Little Dragon, and I get my brother into Little Dragon. And uh, he goes to see a show in Toronto when they're in town. And he's like, they were awful. Oh, yeah? Now, this is 
this is like 10 years ago. And but perhaps, they're an electronic band, right? Perhaps they've really come far. But I guess when she was singing and everything, it was very off-key. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's like, it was. It kind of ruined the band for him. I have never seen them live. I only know them from their albums, and I, I love it. But uh, that sucks when you see a band and it kind of ruins it for you if they, if they don't exceed your expectations or at least meet them. One word. Drake. That is Drake for me. When I saw him for his first time. Yeah. What uh, show is that? It was the iHeartRadio Music Festival in Las Vegas. Oh, I, I, I didn't see that. And there were, um, it, there was like tons of people. I've, I've told this story. There were tons of people on the bill, like Britney Spears performed, mm-hmm. uh, 21 Pilots, U2. Like there were all these different people. I, I, I get the nights mixed up because there were two nights, but Drake was playing one of the nights. And it was like... Um, the stage, it was almost like he told them, don't use any of your equipment. I've got this covered. Okay. But there were no lights on the stage. You could barely see him. Oh. And the sound was shit. And he was just, the way he was moving around and, and the, you could tell it was mostly backing track mm-hmm. and it was, it was the most disappointed I've been in recent memory seeing somebody live. And then I saw him again at Scotiabank Arena. Yeah, I was with you at that show. I thought and that I show was awesome. It was like his songs are great, mm-hmm. but I just felt like he, uh, in terms of a musical performance, did not win me over at all live. Hmm. It was disappointing. I, I'll still listen to his music, and I still look forward to new music coming out from him, but if I never see him again live for the rest of my life, I'll have no problem at all. I think that's a, a big thing. Uh, with musicians is you've got like your studio stuff and then you've got your stage show and sometimes one is much stronger than the other. Oh, totally. totally. And and there's bands that I don't really love that people are infatuated with and it's mostly based on them having seen the band live. Fish would be an example Fish of that. Fish comes to mind immediately. Fish comes to mind. <laughs> I've never really got into Fish but people who go to the concerts. Yeah. I mean, Grateful Dead, I can think of probably, there's probably, I could put a playlist of 10 songs together that I love mm-hmm. that are great but I never saw the Dead live but I guess once you do that you're, you know, sold for life. Uh, Jimmy uh, Buffett, uh, those parrot heads that go and watch his shows, like love the experience and then get into the music that way, I yeah. think. Um, another band I'll bring up is Arkells. Mm-hmm. People, I, I don't like the Arkells music personally. I saw them live. They're unfucking believable. I've really? That, I've never seen them live. Their music, like, I, I'm fine. I don't not like it, but I never find myself going, oh, I'm going to listen to the Arkells now and put it on. But I think you have to see them live in order to be like sucked into their vortex and I never have and I plan to one day because mm-hmm. I've you know Max and all those guys are such nice guys They're oh my great. god and they are I heard they put on the best show and that seals the deal for you and mm-hmm. I just I need that final little piece of the puzzle to make it connect with me yeah they, they really do put on a good show uh, wh- I what I found really interesting was um, I'm a huge Oasis fan and I've seen t- all of their musical concert DVDs from like you know Glastonbury and like a football stadium with hundreds of thousands of people and just like enthralled by it so I always wanted to see them live and they came mm-hmm. they came uh, they played in London a few years back Ontario yeah um, at the Labatt Center yeah so I got tickets for it, and I went to go see them. Nice. And I, I, it was like they didn't give a fuck. It was like they didn't want to be in Canada playing in an arena. Like it, it the compare, like in comparison to what they look like playing in a football stadium in the UK. Yeah. But they probably the, hated each other at that point too, uh, where it was like not fun at all. 
anymore. It, it, maybe it was that. I, I don't know. But I saw them again play a outdoor festival, Virgin Fest, um, on the Toronto Islands mm-hmm. in, like, I don't know, late 2000s. Way better show, just the atmosphere of them being outside and, and an outdoor crowd. They seemed to be more into it. But in that arena, it was like they, they had the worst night ever. I don't know what it was. It was so disappointing because I loved them so much. Really? Actually, one of the worst concerts I ever saw was at, uh, at the time, it was the John Labatt Center. Now it's Budweiser Gardens, but uh, the, the, it was Bob Dylan. It was the Foo Fighters playing acoustically to open up for Bob Dylan. So that's why I went. I wanted to see the Foo's. And uh, can't go wrong with Bob Dylan, you'd think. Oh my god, you totally can go wrong with Bob Dylan. Really? Oh, it was a train wreck. I mean, he doesn't give a single fuck about <laughs> any of his fans, in my opinion, or he only cares about the super fans that all they want to hear is a different take on his hit songs. There, I was uh, after 45 minutes, we left. I, th- I think it's the only what? time where I've walked out of a concert that I paid for uh, before the headliner was done. It was it was just like, and the music didn't make any sense to me. Even when he was playing songs that you would consider to be his hit songs, sure. they were so different, they were unrecognizable. It was like he was giving a big, like, fuck you to everybody there. Wow. I was, uh, and I kind of knew that going in, that it was going to be a little rocky, but there were all kinds of people getting up and leaving. Nobody, you know, Yikes. nobody cared about what he was doing. And Bob Dylan, you know, w- arguably would be on a lot of music fans top 10 list for greatest songwriters of all time you know what i mean but could you tell bundus when people would leave a show like i'm curious if if people notice like when you're performing uh yeah you definitely notice (laughs) i don't know if he would though because he wasn't even looking at the crowd he was he was was in the position you know where the keyboard person stands yeah the person that's not even really in the band a lot of the time they're just a hired musician that's where bob dylan was standing and he barely didn't acknowledge anybody really it's like who do you who are you why are you even performing if this is what you're gonna do you would have to be such a fan to appreciate it you know those people that can like um you know, they could put out literally a piece of shit and they'd be like, oh, it's really good if you listen to it enough times. You know, like people who would just, you know, find the good in anything because they're so diehard mm, into it. Mm-hmm. You'd have to be that big a fan to appreciate what he was doing on stage. It was insulting, I thought. Wow. Yeah. Bob Dylan, uh, Drake, I would nowhere put, I wouldn't put him in the same category as Bob Dylan because that Bob Dylan show was a disaster in my mind. Mm-hmm. Well, I would say the little dragon thing, I, I I don't think, I think it was just them developing their show. I'd like to go see them. I'm going to give them a chance. A lot of electronic artists are really good with utilizing the equipment to help, you know. True. Anyway, back to Little Dragon and Ritual Union. Yes. Thanks for checking out the podcast. Ritual you gotta get up, like, you gotta do a music project with some electronic with artists. The two of you guys should try and make something. <laughs> you wanna sing on a track? I'll give yeah. you a track to sing on for sure. Yes, well, lay down a track, man. Bundy's, uh, Tucker can play the trumpet in the background. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if I could like create enough sounds that you could sample. You know, you probably could. Yeah, with the right producer. I, I was joking. Uh, it's just gonna be Bundus and I. Sorry. <laughs>
All right. Well, I look forward to hearing that. Maybe we'll start a podcast with that song one day Maybe. in the future. Maybe. And thanks for checking out this one. We'll talk to you soon. Drowns my feelings in the sea.